the Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. Whether you're chasing bugles over the next ridge, sitting a stand out east, this is about passion, pursuing our dreams of field, our lifestyle, the betterment of self and community, the enlightenment that comes from those moments spent in God's creation. Through these conversations, I hope you find insight, inspiration, education, and motivation to push beyond your limits. All right, we're recording. All right, we're live. Mountain Archery Fest, Purgatory, Durango, Colorado. Go around on intros, uh, sitting in the Bovich booth. Uh, right in the middle of Vendor's Village for the most part. So we'll kick it off with uh, with my boy Armando. What up, Armando with Team Bow Hits. How's it going, everybody? This is Adrian with Game On Outdoors. How you doing? Got Doug, Doug Padilla with Team Bow Hitch in the house. Dan's walking up. Dan- Intro. Oh, Dan McLean, Aero Junkie. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of combine a couple things here boys is we got you know men's mental health month right and and i think all of us got enough experience under our belts um and then we know what what the outdoors has done for us and what it brings to the table so i kind of want to go through that man and just kind of talk about you know and you get exposed whatever you want to expose your struggles maybe some traumas from work ptsd things like that and how you're able to cope with it um you know, and, and where you find strength to, to continue through those things, right? As men, it's hard for us to sit down um, and talk to somebody. It's hard for us to look at ourselves in the mirror and admit what our faults are a lot of times. So I just want to roll through that and, you know, if you guys have a story or something you want to share, something that helps somebody, you know, along their journey, man, that's uh, really one I want to get into, you know, and then we can turn that into how hunting's help you overcome those challenges and et cetera, et cetera. I got, I got an example. So this is Armando. Uh, something that that really works for me, especially when I was on duty and, and uh, in the fire department, is going to be when I'm driving out to a hunting spot. You know, New Mexico's only so big. I've been to pretty much every part of the state. And the beautiful thing about having been been these places many times is I know where I lose servants. And especially when I was in my last position at work. Um, my boss, you know, everybody above me would know, uh, when, when I was going to be out hunting and they would not have access to me. So the minute I drove to that dip in the road or through this Canyon or through whatever, where I lost service, like, and even now just thinking about it just gives me like a, a cool peace of mind, like calming effect. And that's when I turned my phone off my work phone, well, both of them actually, well, I would turn my work phone off and I know that. Okay, for the next three, five, seven days, whatever it was, I was at peace. And whatever, whatever took place at home or at work had to, had to take place without me. And, uh, you know, when I'm gone, it's just a reset. Like, what a couple of days in the woods could do for you. Um, you know, all that baggage is still with you, and whatever's on your mind is still there. But being able to walk and, you know, like, you never know what you're going to see that uh, is in the mountains. You might see a tree that reminds you of something or, you know, you just responded to a car that you pulled some bodies out of trees or whatever. Like, I don't know. I go down a rabbit hole on that. But, you know, you're able to work it out on your own time without any emergency in front of you or, you know, you're at peace. You can be at peace and work through it every day ahead. So I'm able to handle that, you know, for, for the time that I'm out in the woods and just yeah, a one-on-one with yourself and uh, not think about the work environment. It's just super cool to me. And so having the phone off to me personally is, is the biggest thing. And, um, you know, I kind of get a reset. Then when we load up camp and I drive back in and I hit that canyon or I hit that dip in the road, it's game on again. And uh, But I've had time to process a lot of things and really – have a plan by the usually by the time I get done with the hunt on the way home I have a plan for whatever what 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 is it about the the solo experience or that solitude is it is it the ability just to be honest with yourself and the ability to focus on the baggage that you take up because I say it all the time right like I go on my solo missions man I could take all my baggage and, and and I do my best to leave it on the mountain. I don't want it coming back down with me. I want to work it out, figure out what my issue is, and work that problem out when I'm on the mountain. Well, for me, I would say it's just a matter of being able to disconnect for a few days. Because uh, 
last you know five and a half years of my career, I had the cell phone 24 hours a day. So at any point in time, that phone would ring, and then you're just got to deal with whatever's there ahead of you. You know, it's like, hey, we found the body. We did this. We did that. It's like, you know, mayor's office is calling or whatever it is at whatever time. So for me, just not having that and being able to disconnect from the phone um, was enough. Being with people, you know, and, and some of the people I'd go hunting with our other firemen, but we're able to communicate in a way that's not just work related. So just not thinking about it, not talking about it for a few days. And uh, what's funny is, you know, I'm not really a wartime story like, oh, I did this and I did that. But um, if there's something I need to get off my chest to, to explain it to somebody who doesn't know, you know, I think it uh, that kind of helps me out. It's like it's a total different perspective. You know, somebody who lays brick or frames houses or pours concrete or whatever they do is like they have a different uh, perspective on things. So because I can't see, you know, the forest through the trees sometimes doesn't mean somebody else can't help me through that through that process so what do you do when the when it's there's certain words i hate using nowadays but when the <laughs> when the when the trauma is heavy right when yeah. the personal trauma is heavy is there a necessity to go have a conversation um, with a counterpart a family member my well i would say just the good thing about me i'm very fortunate my wife is my my rock and she doesn't hear everything but I could walk in after work and she would look at me and be like, I love you, you know, like, and that's it. And I already know half the burden is, is on somebody else. So um, I don't have like a, a, you know, a decompress where like, oh, I'm going to go to the woods and I'm going to feel better. Like I've been fortunate to, and I don't know if it could compartmentalize might be it. Um, but uh you know, I still feel very fortunate and I'm not treading water in that environment. I was there at one point in time. I went to a therapist and I don't even know if this is a good song. I won't even say it, but we, we worked through it. And uh, what actually is what did it, it was a sermon at church from the deacon at our church. And I couldn't tell you exactly what it was or what it wasn't, but I left mass that day just feeling amazing. And I thanked him, and I haven't thought about this call. And, like, I could think about it now and tell you about it, and it won't mess with me the way it did for about a year. So, uh, you know, I, I don't have any one thing that'll do it. But I think just uh, knowing that I'm not alone, knowing that I could pray at any time, um, and knowing that, you know, I wouldn't be given anything I couldn't handle, you know. Is, uh, you know, God will give you what you can handle. If you can't handle it, he'll help you. So... That's the way I see it, and that's the way it works for me. Heck yeah. That's about it. Thank you, brother. This is Adrian with uh, Game On Outdoors, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, Armando actually put it out there pretty good, you know. Uh, it's trying to find that balance, you know. It's family, work, uh, just the whole bit. It's stressful i'm i'm an entrepreneur um i've actually had my business since high school uh, my work co-op teacher actually i had did airbrushing since i was 14 um i had people wanting my services didn't have a business license i mean I was a kid it had no sense as far as that part of it so uh work co-op um the lady the the teacher helped me uh get get my business started i was 18 went down to the city of farmington locked in business and had a business since so um i've always done kind of both um starting the family it's stressful as far as having your own business but at the same time there's tons of benefits in it you know so how do you deal with the ebb and flow right of being a, in in terms of being an entrepreneur and the ebb and flow of I'm busy, I'm not busy, money's good. You know, because when it rains, it rains, and when it pours, it pours, right? You know, God's blessed me so much. <clears throat> as far as that goes, I've been busy my entire life. That ain't a bad <laughs> deal then, brother. And, and you know, yeah. It, it, you know, you're always taking on work. I take on work that I probably shouldn't have, just because you don't know, even though I know that I've, 
I'm always months out. I've always have been, but there's always that instance in the back of your mind that that you're like, well, what if something happens? Got to say it. Got to be in front of everything, you know. So it's definitely uh, I've been blessed in that aspect. Um, I could honestly say there's probably two months in my lifetime since I've had the business that I didn't have where it wasn't just backed Slam. up. Yeah, just so, backed up. So, okay, so so business is good. Business is good. Right. But what about personal, right? When when Adrian right. runs into that that block wall that we all run into, um, those instances in life where you're you're taken back, right? And you don't know how to you don't necessarily know how to handle it uh, or you're worried about handling it. How do you deal with those situations? Yeah, so, I mean, I put God first in everything I do. <clears throat> I think that he guides the way, shows the way, um, brings people into your life that can make things happen. So... Um, as far as like getting out of things or clearing my mind, definitely getting out. I mean, in fact, I came up this morning, told Armando, it was a wonderful drive, beautiful view. No music. No music. I heard that. Yep. No music. Um, just enjoy it. Gather your thoughts. Um, try to find a balance. That's my biggest deal. You know, I'll, I'll work myself to death. I know it. There ain't no balance, though, right? I right. mean, realistically, like if you're, and, and for me, if I'm in something, I'm fucking, I'm full sin. Game on. Right? right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. full sin. So there really isn't a balance. It's it's more of a juggling. It's like you're spinning plates, right? You ever seen right. them do spin plates? And it's just like plate after plate after plate, and you just deal with it. And and for me, that's sometimes that could be a heavy weight too, right? It's yeah. it's you know family yeah, and work and. You know, social media in and, itself is, <laughs> yeah, is well, yeah, a, you know what I mean? Like trying to keep, oh, what am I going to post today? That's, you know, I, I'm finding myself no. more so now I'm like, ah, what should I, I need to come up with something. You know what I mean? I'm putting pressures on myself that I really shouldn't have to be there. You know what I right. mean? Like in all reality, but like you said, you push yourself. You try to try to do better. Try to try to make yourself be the best you can. You're always trying to grow as an individual um and this lifestyle i mean everybody's on to the next best thing everybody's that's the mentality that i think we we all get drug into and we're like oh yeah everybody's a critic everybody's you know i mean you're it's being satisfied for with what you have in some sense um but yeah i my my go-to is definitely the outdoors as far as clearing my head um anything it doesn't even matter i went turkey hunting all by myself and uh i got back and i'm felt so revived you know didn't get on my phone one time like literally went out heard one gobble hiked and it was perfect yeah there's there's something cleansing yeah it was perfect something Um, another thing is through my art drawing i mean i'll sit there and draw i could draw for hours and not not even know it you know just i'll completely get out of the the whole the world and is gone to me whenever i'm drawing so that's that's a good getaway for me um i just i'm into it nothing else nothing else really in my mind i don't really think about anything i'm just kind of cruising so that's that's been a a good thing Appreciate it, man. Dougie. Dougie. Hey, how you doing? This is Doug Padilla, Bowhitch. Um, so, like, like my partner Armando here, uh, we, you know, we're firefighters. Some seen, seen some pretty rough scenes. Been, been uh, to some events that, you know, most people don't see. Um, so through that aspect of it, I feel like um, just working through those is is a little easier when. Um, you just talk to people, whether it's the, the people that are there with you that see it, because it's obviously affecting them sometimes more than others, some more than others. Um, but speaking with them, talking through it, talking with family, and like the other two have already said, obviously, 
um, you know, praying about it. Those, those always always helps me. Um, but aside from that too, I just feel like me recognizing some other stressors that are going on that are possibly also affecting that, right? Like with the fire department, there's a lot of times, and not just them, it's it's everyone. Everyone's working their butt off. So fatigue, I feel like fatigue is is uh, something that affects the way we uh, we heal, whether it's through some kind of uh, mental health type trauma or physical trauma, whatever it is. I feel like if uh, I need to recognize that, you know, I may need to rest, get rested up before I actually tackle the challenge, the, the stress it is getting through a talk because if I am exhausted, my my uh, my patience, my temperament, my, my wanting to, to deal with the problem is a lot harder. Um, so resting, resting before I deal with any of that is, is obviously a plus. And just if there's any other type of stressor that that is affecting that that process, you know, you may need to take a step back. Um, but like I said, speaking with people and exercising has always been a go-to for me. Um, running, I, I enjoy running, can't do it as much as I used to, but running, biking, and then like everyone here, do the outdoors. Um, just that, that separation from from that phone is, is, is huge, like these guys have already said. Um, it's nice to be able to shut off a phone, get away, uh, just let your mind run, do what it wants to do, you know. Um, be with Mother Nature, breathe in that, that, that cool mountain air, be with your, your wife, your kids, or just by yourself, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I mean, so, you know, it, 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 there's a, there's an unsaid rule, right? As men is we're supposed to just deal with it, right? Deal with it. We don't, we don't like to expose it even to our close friends. So how do you guys, how do you just deal with it? Right. And then what effect does that have on you? And, and how do you just deal with it? What the hell does that mean? You know, when you hear some of that stuff, it's like, damn. You know what I mean? You get a rub on the back, you get a rub on the back, but we get to go just deal with it. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of folks and talked to a lot of folks and, and the ones that are constantly dealing with it like that, is, that's, that's some of the hardest stories to kind of to kind of deal with it. But it always makes me think about, you know, how I handle my stuff. Um, so how do we just deal with it? I mean, I feel like that's a, a tough question and it's something different for everyone, right? Again, going back to the fire department stuff, it's just everyone is affected differently. So I feel like some people can talk it out with their partner, whether it's their wife, their work partners, and can work through that. But how, but how often do you think that happens? Or how often I, does yeah, that happen? Yeah, well, I feel like it did. Right. Like, again, it's dependent, right? So like myself, if I saw something, I, I could talk it out. And I think I, I felt like I was good. Um, but there are others that like Mondo, you know, he just mentioned the story that he had to go see a professional, you know, that 100% is, is an avenue that some people need to take and be continuous with it, right? They may need it more than just that once or twice. It may need to be a routine until you can, until you can work through that. Um, and obviously there's a bunch of resources out there, right? Uh, whether it's for vets, fire department, um, work, through your church, there's a bunch of resources that are out there that you, got, you just need to reach out and, you know, you can be directed somewhere. So, again, I can't really, I don't have a, a good answer for that. I just know that for myself, for what I have seen thus far, I am able to, to talk to, with my guys, my crew, and work through it. But obviously that is not the same for everyone. So it's it's up to, to you as the person that, that saw this or dealing with this to to hopefully recognize, which is a, a difficult thing, right? Because right. we're like, you know, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. I'll be all right. And that's what you're going to. They're right. like, just deal with it. You try and deal with it. But um, it's you and the people that are around you, right? Like if I'm used to seeing that same person all the time, you, you can you can read them, right? Their body language, their their attitude, their their, their, their lack of patience that is, that is new. Like, okay, what's going on, man? Right. So as us, just looking from the outside, outside in, you know, we can take it upon ourselves to, to recognize when your friend or your partner, your wife, your kid – is acting differently what's going on and try and get it out of them it's not always easy right because we, we like to kind of shovel that stuff behind us as men try and do that right whether it's just stresses or just life um a little bit about myself right my my wife has always been a stay-at-home wife because she's always wanted to do some kind of homeschool with my kids we have three kiddos who are super active in sports all three of them 
which means that it's me as a firefighter, which we all know that most firefighters don't make a lot of money, which means I'm working a lot of overtime, you know? Um, so it's, I'm busy with work and if I'm not busy with work then we're busy with sports. And if it's not busy with sports, then we're busy with now uh, with this new business. So a lot of it is, is, is wear and tear on you and uh, adds to the stresses of life. But I think we can help each other out by, by reading each other, their body language. Um, but again, it's, we got to try and reach out when we can, if we feel like we reach that point where we can't hide it anymore, or we've exhausted the resources that, that we feel we have at the time. Um, yeah. Give, give old Dan a man to go. Sure. So this is Dan McLean with Aero Junkie, and it, they've talked about a lot of stuff that I haven't chimed in on yet. So I'm going to kind of <laughs> back up just a little bit. I am, unlike the three gentlemen you just heard talking, and, and not in a bad way, I don't think, but I'm not a religious person. So I don't have that, you know, in my life. I find, um, and I'm a very emotional person, I find that... Um, Sorry, yes. No, it's fine. So, I find it outdoors. That's my church. So, I have to have that time, whether it's by myself or if it's with my hunting buddies. Um, and so, I take everything out there, you know, and I leave everything out there. Or at least I try to. Um, so I, I, I depend on the outdoors and it's, it's been great because it's obviously brought me into what I'm doing now with Aero Junkie, which is, you know, just my side gig right now, but it's also brought in a bunch of great people. Sorry. No, don't be sorry, brother. Um, yeah, I'm just, I have to have, we go back to, you know, the, the dealing with stuff also, um, I don't, I can't, I have to talk it out. Like I'm, I'm a guy, I'm the most sensitive person you'll ever meet, probably overly sensitive. I get told a lot, um, but I, I, I have to talk stuff out. Um, I can't push it away. I can't deal with it. That, you know that, what I mean? Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, but it's funny, right? Is that you're, you're apologizing for, being sensitive, right? Or, I mean, that, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? And, and to me, if we understand that we are, that we can be vulnerable as men, there's there's huge value in that, right? Absolutely. I mean, that that in itself is is a level of healing, um, but but to have to hear what you're oversensitive, why? And that goes back to being a man and just dealing with it, right? And it's right. like you know that that in my head is a lot of why we see our our brethren be it in the fire department and the police department, everyday Joe's suffering all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And and you hear these horror stories and, you know, guys fall into the bottle, out the bottle um, because of that. So I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. And I appreciate that. But I'm, you know, I'm very fortunate to have an, an amazing wife and um, some great friends so that I can, you know, whenever I have a situation that I need to, to, to talk out, I can talk out because I, I let I'll, stuff just eats me up, right. man. I mean, I, it's, it's just me. I, I'm sensitive that way, and and um, I can't. I just can't let stuff fester. I can't. I can't, quote unquote, deal with it. Shovel it under the, you know, the, the rocks or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, so there are two ways that I do that, and and you know, the, the the biggest way and the most important way is to have have somebody or, you know, a group, of people that you can. Uh, rely on that that know what you're you know how you know your personality um, know what you're going through and and explain it to it and talk it out and sometimes it's ugly you know sometimes it's it's not fun um, you know depending on the circumstances and what it is but that's how I have to deal with it and then and then the outdoors again going back to that and what this means to all of us right we all we all use the outdoors or have the outdoors for for different reasons and do different things in the outdoors and enjoy it while we're there. But I think, man, I think the reason we all enjoy it so much is it's because of that. It's right. a, it, we can get away from some stuff, you know, um, you can get out there and, and like, like you guys have just said, you can think and clear your mind. Um, you know, and for me, 
it's it's just a it's it's my church. I mean, it really is. It's that's and, and my wife she she knows that, and that's what she says. Okay, you're off to church for for a month because yeah. September comes around. <laughs> you know, yeah. going to church for a month. Um, so it is. And, I mean, it's it is my religion. You know, hunting, fishing, the outdoors, the running. I'm a I'm a big runner, like you know, Doug was talking about. Um, that's how I survive. You know that and being able to talk things out. Um, I've, again, super fortunate that I have people that I have around me that understand me. Uh, and because like you said, as men, I feel like I'm on a, I'm in a little bit of a different spectrum than most men and, and just, and maybe not, but just with my sensitivities and, and how I can't, I, I just can't, I'm like, I cannot deal with stuff, you know, by sweeping it under the rug. I have to, I have to talk it out. And I feel like more of us should be able to do that and not feel like we can't do that because whatever the reasons are, because of what's the, the pressure, stigma. yeah, the pressure society puts on us, right. um, whatever it is, everybody has a sensitive side, some more extreme than others. Um, you're but, still qualifying it, right? I mean, honestly, I'm I, just, I agree. right. You're still yeah. qualifying it and there's nothing wrong with it. And I think, I think we would be in a better place, um, if if we just said you know what i'm gonna back off of that and shed a tear or two from a from time to time i mean i don't have nothing wrong with it you know and, and for me if i don't i don't get sensitive i get it pissy right um i'm on the opposite end of it right. right i get angry and then everything and i hate everything and i don't want to deal with anything i don't want to see you 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 i'm just i'm just over it all right that mess ain't healthy because i'm just bottled up and then if one thing is just a little bit tilt the blow up you know, and it's taken me years and years and years to deal with it, you know. So with, with with all that being said, right, let's reel this into hunting. For me, when I go up on the mountain and I got all my BS, whatever that may be, right, and it's it's finding that humility that the mountain offers, getting, and I say it all the time, right, is just going and getting my butt walloped. I get more pleasure in getting my ass kicked by an elk than I ever have killing an animal. Right. right. It's like, you ain't shit, buddy. You yeah. ain't shit. Right. And that humility and that realization is really what clears it all the way. And it's like, wow, I'm focused on that little minute detail, that minute, what, what after a month on the mountain, that's a small issue that I put so much value in. Yeah. Right. And it took so much of my time and energy and maybe wifey's time and energy for something that I could have dealt with by just, you know, laying my crap down. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, for me, I can't, when I go to the, when I go outside, when I go hunting, when I get up in the mountains or go fishing or whatever, I think, you know, one of the biggest reasons I have to have that baggage gone is so that I can enjoy and enjoy it. I, I can release a little bit out there, but I want to have all my shit gone before I get out there so I can enjoy it. You know what I mean? A little different in that respect where, I will carry, you know, I'll carry stuff. I'll carry stuff that it affects my hunting. You know, I've got to get that stuff off of me so that I can enjoy, uh, you know, and, and my people know that, you know, so if there's something, something wrong, something going on, I'm not leaving until we walk, we're going to walk down this road. We're going to get it fixed because I'm going to go enjoy myself because that's my church. Right. You know, you, you can give that to me and I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, have those people in my life. That, can, I, can I just say something? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just uh, about Dan, like I, something I think uh, most uh, people in general um, won't uh, really, you know, have the balls basically to to say I am this or I am that or I feel whatever. Um, that's what's I think the most important thing. It's almost like looking at the mountain, being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go up this mountain. I'm gonna do this. Well, you're not qualified to do that. <laughs> you haven't put in the work all summer. You know you're going to die halfway up that mountain. But if you acknowledge who you are and what you're capable of, but the way I want to bring it back is like, I know I'm a sensitive person. I know I'm this. I know I bottle it up. I know I lock it up and until I blow. Like if we know who we are to be able to accept yes. that is a beautiful thing. So if you are a particular way, it doesn't, there's nothing wrong with however you are. Just being able to acknowledge it because there's five of us here and all five of us have a different way of doing it that all still comes back to the outdoors, but we get to that 
that finishing point, you know, it's like plugging a chicken. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So you acknowledge what, what each individual needs and you let that go. And so, um, you know, I think Doug's point of, of being observant is a beautiful thing because we can see that. And sometimes people don't want to talk because they don't know what to say. They'll say, I don't want to call him because I don't know what to say. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. Just give him just a hug. Yeah. Just call. Hey, man, I'm thinking about you. Dan, let's just sit here. You know? Yeah. We don't absolutely. have to talk. You can talk for two hours and I can say nothing. Give you a hug at the end and you'll feel better and I'll feel better. Okay? So just don't, don't be afraid to. You don't have to talk sometimes. You can just listen. Sometimes that's the best conversation you can have. Out of work. Just sit there. Give that person that time or, or give yourself the time too. A lot of us don't take that time for ourselves. So. Little, uh, but I appreciate you know what Dan said a lot, and uh, sometimes you don't have to have a talk. You just have to, you could just listen. Right. Yeah, and Absolutely. I think that's powerful. So one of the things, Armando, that you that you do a lot is you put a lot of you know, for the lack of a better word, service to other people, right? And 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 you know, just those you know, like your random acts of kindness thing, right? And I think that that goes a long way, personally, um, when you when you try to serve other people, right there, I think there's a, a bigger benefit in serving someone else to yourself than there is actually serving that person. Right. Um, walk us down that road a little bit, man. Cause you're, you're one of the good ones at it. Oh man. That one is, uh, it started with the gift to me that my brother gave me to help me get bow hitch off the ground. And, uh, I mean, I, I've been in the service industry and the service industry for me started bussing tables as a kid at my grandma's restaurant. Then it, you know, grew into, you know, a life of being a public servant, you know, going through the fire department and, uh, you know, it, it's a blend of the two. The customer's always right as far as the restaurant side is concerned and the fire department side, uh, you know, every, your patient is your customer and I blend the two and the customer's always right. So that made it easy for me to always want to serve other people, but later in my career and then as we started up with the bow hitch and stuff and my brother gave me the spotting scope to give away um i sat on the spotting scope for like two months i didn't know what to do with it and finally you know it was the middle of 2020 all kinds of you know all the shit that was going on everybody's mad at everybody for whatever reason and uh so that you know the thought of random acts of kindness was just let's get everybody on the same page man doesn't matter who you are what you do who you like like none of that matters do something kind for somebody and pay that forward. And it just took root. And uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, uh, on Instagram, as much as I hate social media and trying to deal with it and learn it, I've met so many good people. And yesterday, two, two participants from the Random Acts of Kindness got together on their own and uh, are performing random acts of kindnesses for other people uh, well, I've without, seen more. without me being involved. You know what I mean? And I've seen that since you yeah, started it. And it's, it's, it, that to me just makes me want to keep doing it and keep doing it because it's a, it's a, it's a thing, you know, and it makes a difference to some people. So, um, I, I, I don't see myself ever stopping it. And, uh, yeah, I love it. So, What's something that you deal with, Adrian, on a daily basis, right? Something that, that drives you crazy about yourself. I want to know what it is, if you're okay with that, and then how do you deal with that? Because we all have that something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I get to where I am a perfectionist in some aspects as far as the way things have to be done, you know. It's got to be like this. I mean, and I think that comes from the drawing end of it. You know what I mean? I'll sit there and draw eyeball, and it'll take 20 hours. You know what I mean? And that on some hands, I've, got, I've had to learn that it's okay. <laughs> Let it go. You're good. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm, a pretty, I'm an easygoing person as far as that goes. I mean, I, I pretty much just kind of hang out and do my own thing but uh yeah that's getting other people's to do the way that I, people to do the way that i do stuff how's that trans how does that what kind of how does that perfectionism transfer into the family because i'm i'm the same way 
And I had to learn that my level of perfectionism wasn't everyone's around me. So it, it took me to digest. It, it's, it's a flaw when you're dealing with other people, right? Because your expectation of yourself becomes your expectation of them and that. So how do you deal with that so you don't transfer that down to them? something i'm still working on it it really is it's like you know um there's definitely there's always room to improve you know what i mean that's i'm constantly trying to improve on on everything um and that's that's pressure as far as trying to be perfect you know you're like okay i want to improve this i gotta improve this i gotta improve that I stress myself out on, on that aspect of it, you know. Cool. We'll go to Dougie on that question. Yeah, I think that something um, about myself that I need to work on, and I'd say probably my wife does too, is um, it's kind of like, I would say necessarily the perfection thing, but it's it's my attitude and how with certain things, right? For, so for like an example. Don't glass, don't yeah, glass I, over it. Yeah, I'm like. Hit that nail. I'm just gonna say so like, something just with my kids, you know, I get frustrated with my kids, right? We all we all have kids, we all have expectations. We, we, we're trying to raise them up to, to be better people, right? Um, but one thing for me, and it, it goes into everything, is I, I, I bust my butt and whatever it is I do, whether it's just cleaning my yard. And when I get outside and I'm cleaning my yard, I'm busting my butt and I expect everyone around me to do the same thing. And if they're not, I have a bad attitude and it, it shows. Um, my wife, my wife doesn't like to be around me when I'm like that. My kids just don't like to be around me like that. Um, so it's a struggle. Um, I just don't really know how to, uh, to work around that. Right. Like that was kind of how my dad was. My dad would bust it. I'm sure I was the same way when I was little, like, he'd be like, what, you know, what are you doing? Like, stop being lazy. And like, I kind of became that same person where if, if it's time to work, it's time to work. Um, and you need to work as well as me. Otherwise, like, so it's not going to work. We're not going to get along too well. Um, I still work on that. I mean, it's just, it's a hard thing for me though. Right. Cause it's like, should I lower my expectations to a certain extent, depending on who it is or what I'm doing? I like, okay, that might be someone I wouldn't mind having a drink of beer with. That's not, that's not going to be someone I want to work with. So I don't know if that's a good way, but I'm going to let someone know that they're going to know that I'm not happy with what, what is happening. Sometimes it comes off better than easier. Sometimes, <laughs> <than others. laughs> sometimes you just read me like, okay, this guy doesn't like me. Um, so that's, and I don't know. I don't really know how to work around that one. You know, it's, I'm, I'm, it's a struggle for me. Um, so, okay, so... I, I, I don't know. And I think I, kind of I, setting goals maybe, like, is a little easier instead of, like, all right, it's time to... We're doing this, so we need to do it now and right. It's more like, okay, we just need to get this yard clean. Or even, like, just going on a trip, right? Like, before, as my kids were younger, like, okay, we're hitting the road at 8. And you know how that goes. We're leaving at noon. But by noon, like, no one even wants to go on the trip because I'm, I'm, like, I'm mad. I'm like, <laughs> that sounds like we me were, and the We life. were supposed to be gone, like, four hours ago. Like, I don't even want to go anymore. <laughs> um, so, like, with that, like, with that particular situation, like, that's what I do. I'm like, okay, we're leaving Friday, and then I'd like to leave by noon. If we don't, whatever. I try not to uh, to get so caught up in, in uh, hard, hard deadlines and, and things like that. Maybe just make it a little more general, like I said. We just got to get the yard cleaned or whatever with my family and people around me. Certain things, probably not going to let up on it. Like, we need to get this done. We need to do it like this. Um, I, for me, on stuff like that, right, I, I try to I, I try to remember how it felt, right, and apply that to my behavior. And I ain't saying I'm perfect on that shit because as of yesterday when we were getting that, this is our maiden voyage with that trailer, and, and poor mama, I could see her getting in the truck stressed out like, oh, God, um, you know, and we get down to camp and and it, it's funny. Right. And it's so it's just stupidity on my part. I just admit it. You know, I'm I'm going through and I'm reading our manuals and I could tell you what everything in that stupid refrigerator. She needs to know about the switch. Right. So instead of explaining it to her. I want to give her shit for not reading the same shit I read. You know what I mean? And it's just like that, that level of expectation isn't fair. So I just kind of refer back or I look at a good example 
you know, and then realize that I'm going to, I'm a prick most of the time. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I throw out a bunch of shit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a difficult thing, man. What do you have to, and like, just with that too, I mean, I feel like part of it is probably your audience too, right? Like, like you just said right there from the fire department and most, most groups of guys, right? Your, your, your hunting camp, whatever it is, you throw a lot of jabs out there. (laughs) So a lot of times I get home and Forget I'm at home and I'm talking to mama. Yeah, no yeah. So no shit recognizing your audience goes a long way because I know I hit, I hit her with some stuff and I, after I, I say it and yeah. she looks at me, I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, that was bad. Sorry, <laughs> My, I, that, that wasn't very nice. Well, and you know, the same thing right at work. I'm, I'm constantly telling, you know, a dozen guys what to do and I'll get home and do the same thing and mama will look at me now and she's like, I don't work for you. <laughs> I don't work for you. But you know what? She's and she's my check, right? I mean, she is my check. She she'll reel my ass in. I said something earlier. He said something, or you said something, and I got punched. <laughs> but it's that's my eye opener. Okay, so I think the the thing that I have the most difficult dealing with about myself on a, on the daily is and I hate to keep bringing it back up is but going back to the sensitivity thing it really does drive me crazy at times you know just because um and I think the biggest thing I I can and like you said Dougie it's when you're when you're with an audience that you know you're gonna get that shit right you know you're gonna get it you expect it you roll with it you have fun with it when you're with an audience that you don't think you're you would get it from then I get I get hurt like it just, and then I get passive aggressive. And I think my biggest, the thing that I need to work on the most, and, and I think a lot of us could learn from it too. And, and, and getting to that point and you do, I do exactly what you just said you do. I think of an instance where it happened to me and I try to reflect on that and think, oh, that felt like shit. Yeah. That really, really felt bad, yeah. you know, and here I am doing it, but I have to seriously consciously make an effort to not be passive aggressive when I get my feelings hurt because I get my feelings hurt a lot. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just me. You gotta have us all tiptoeing around your booth now. <laughs> no, and, you know, that's why I brought that up. It's, 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 it's a different audience, right? right? Like, I mean, in different circumstances and uh, yeah, just, I just really need to work on uh, recognizing that I'm not, uh, you know, not. We ain't perfect. We ain't perfect. Well, I mean, right. and, and me, but I mean, I'm saying people aren't doing this stuff to me on purpose a lot. I'm, I have a lot of misconception of, of how I'm being treated just because of the sensitivity that I have. Uh, and then it turns to passive aggressiveness immediately because I got hurt and I'm not really trying to hurt you, but I'm letting you know that you hurt me right. and I do it in a passive aggressive way. And it's just, it's a, a freaking vicious circle. You right. know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's been a, that's been something I've been working on pretty hard for the last six months to a year. Um, is yeah. Cause I can, I can snap passive aggressively pretty, I can snap something off pretty quickly, you know, and it's terrible. And I, as soon as I do it, I'm like, man, you know, it just, it, I hate it. Yeah. See, I'm the cutoff expert. Like I'll cut your ass. And I mean, cut you off. Like I ain't never got to see your motherfucking face again in my life. <laughs> cut your ass off. I'm serious. I was done. Dunzo. Dunzo. Right. And, and, it, and there's, there's certain relationships throughout my life that, that, I've done that with, and it was beneficial, but it was so beneficial in those couple of instances that it's fucking every time I need to go there. <laughs> yeah, but then it's the wrong, it's the wrong person or it's the wrong yeah. place and it's the wrong time. And then you have to, you know, you're so prideful in, in even when you make a mistake that you don't want to admit, admit that that was a mistake, right? So you got to eat a little humble pie or some cheese and then try and figure out how to mend that, which you tore down with some bullshit that was pent up in you. You know what I mean? And, and, and you want to talk about a fatal flaw for me? That's it right there. Yeah, and see, I, I'm, and I'm just, I'm on the worst side of that part right. of it because I just did all that and now it's killing me and somebody's mad at me and doesn't want to talk to me and I got to talk it out. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> it's <laughs> killing me. Oh, and my wife knows. He too. cut she, his own heel off. Yeah, she, and she knows me so well and she, you know, nine times out of ten, she will suck it up even though she's pissed uh, or unhappy or whatever and she doesn't want to talk to me. Because she knows that's the only way I'm gonna heal, you know, and I and she can't heal until I heal, right? So it's just we just I just have to talk it out, you know. How how long? Because I'm I'll tiptoe around, and when it comes to mama, and I have an issue, I'll tiptoe around it for a little while, um, but then I'll have to. How long do you let it stew? 
I don't, man. No. I can't. Like, I mean, and that's that's one thing that I know if we were to, she was sitting here right now, that would be her biggest pet peeve with me. Like, I, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I know I did this. I can tell by the look in your eyes or the way you walked away from me. I'm sorry. Let's talk about it. What hurt, what did I do? What hurt your feelings? It's immediate for me. I got to go. I got to get it. It's like, I got to get it out, man. I can't sit on it. And the longer, and if she, yeah, and if she wants to, you know, and it's not just her, it's other people in my life that know me too. If they want to get at me, if they want to get my goat, then they don't let me talk to him because they know that it that is worse for me than them being mad at me, right? It eats me alive. It's the craziest thing. So, yeah, I had zero seconds. Right? And if it's like... Yeah, it's firing off. Yes, it's exactly right, man. I can't, I just, I have to, I have to get it over with. And it's, and I know it drives people crazy. Like, so I know it drives my wife crazy that's, sometimes. That's, that's interesting, though. So... How do you pick and choose the issues in that realm? You know what I mean? Because if you're saying, you know, and, and, and I'm just using your words, and Absolutely. I don't mean anything about it, but if you're saying you're super sensitive, mm -hmm. right, is it like, oh, well, I mean, what are the triggers? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, at, at any given time, it could be any. I mean, it could be it can be different things. I mean, if you want to get super personal, it can, go, it can come down to sex. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, she wants to, I don't. She gets her feelings hurt. Now I feel bad because I said no or vice versa. Um, it can be going back to even yard work stuff. I mean, it just, I don't know. It just, it, it can be a lot of different things on a lot of different days. You right. know what I mean? It's not, we have, uh, and, and again, it's not just her, it's other people in my life mm -hmm. too, but we have the most amazing relationship to where she knows she doesn't know. We, neither one of us have to walk a tightrope around each other. We don't do, we're not, she's not going to do that. Um, you know, she just, but she knows most, a lot of the triggers and we'll, we'll avoid them, you know, likewise. I mean, just, I'm sure like you guys have, everybody has triggers with their, with their relationships and kind of skirts around them if they can. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm a special case, man. I've never seek, I've never seeked professional help. Um, but who knows that may come one day. So what's the burden feel like? of carrying that around. So, you know what I mean? If you're, if you're walking that tightrope or trying not to trigger, what, what is that burden and how do you deal with the burden? Um, it's anxiety. Um, I get anxious, you know, and I, obviously I need to, I don't think you got any of you guys think this, but we have to understand that this is not something that happens all the time. Right. I don't live my life like this. Now he says it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's anxiety. So if something goes wrong and that trigger happens and I've, you know, I get, um, that sensitive sensitivity kicks in and then I'm having that passive aggressive shit and then that hurts somebody's feelings or whatever. And then to me, until I can get it worked out, it's, it's hardcore anxiety. It's what, it's all I can think about. Like I hurt somebody. I got to fix it. Got to fix it. Got to fix it. And there's not, I don't think there's nothing wrong with wanting to right or wrong. You know, especially right. if you're carrying that. I think that's, I mean, it's almost but, commendable. Yeah, I mean, you know, but sometimes it's like, it's almost comical right. in a way because it's so minor. A per, and it's a perception thing. It's a perception right. on my part 90% right. of the time, right? You know, like, man, I I totally screwed that up. I, and it's like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Don't don't burden yourself right. over it, you know, after I've apologized about it or whatever. You do that? Well, I'm sorry, just look uh, away. Do you do that? Tell me. Just kind of over over exaggerate something from perception or pick something out because uh, i think i don't yeah. know i i know I'm, I'm very fortunate like i grew up in a household that was like teasing all the time like so i i don't i don't worry about it too too much um you know there's a there's a there's a quote that's uh you know i think we we lose sleep over 90 percent of things that don't happen you know, and that really is kind of, as I'm aging, you know, really, really set with me to where right. it's like, dude, we can't do anything about it. Yeah. And it's easy to say, but when you're worrying about it, like I remember promoting and waiting for promotional calls and uh, am I going to get this interview or shit like that? And it's like, oh my gosh, dude, it's just would kill me. And I'm just like, what, what else can I do? What else can I do? And it would drive me nuts. And people would be like, dude, you know, if it's going to happen, it's, it's going to happen. happen. But yeah. 
that you don't want to hear it. When you're you're on the edge of your seat, do something cool, you know. But if you put in the work before, you know, and if you truly mean, hey, Dan, I'm sorry for what I said, whether you accept it or not, I can't do anything else. Right. You know what I mean? So at that point, you have to be able to walk away and say, I apologized. I truly meant it. If he doesn't want it, fuck it. You know, right. like, you can't control over. what you can't that's control. That's yesterday. Yeah. Like, that's so I've been fortunate for my experiences. Once something's done, if I do it, you know, with the clean conscience and whatever, I don't lose sleep over it, you know, but I don't do nothing like malicious, you know. If I did something, you know, like you walked into the wrong camper yesterday, if you're sensitive, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Dude, yeah. We'll see. Again, that, that, audience that was too, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, we were teasing, but, but um, yeah. you know, we're, I'm, I'm definitely, dude, I'll tease any, everybody, all day. But, you know, if I'm teasing you, I like you. You'll know Absolutely. if I'm talking to you and, and I don't like you. So, for, for me, I just, you know, a genuine answer is, is just, you know, I'm going to treat you the way I feel I need to treat you, and I'm not going to feel bad about it. Once it's done, it's done. Right. So that's, I think I feel very fortunate because I don't build up and stuff like that on the inside too much, and that I'm just fortunate that way. Let it go. Yeah. You know? I go frozen, let it go. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm sure that's probably Eric. So my brother, he's a state police officer. Um, same thing. I mean, he's seen it all, you know, see crazy stuff in that. And you, you, I, I said I had started my business out of high school. Well, also during, right out of high school, um, I was actually a correction officer. So 18 years old, actually was booking, uh, inmates worked there, ended up working seven or three and a half, not three and a half. So three and a half, I was running the business, three and a half, I was working that. And same thing, I mean, you develop a, a numbness, you know, yeah. basically what it comes down to. I mean, I, man, you, I, all my, you, you all, all my first responder friends that I've talked to that talk about that. I would say 90% of them don't deal with that issue until retirement. And and a lot of them are <laughs> pounded, right? Because of that, right? And I and, and you and I have talked about it, right? Cuz that's I went to school for paramedicine and that and that numbness I think is yeah. bullshit. I think it's it's you're turning the switch off to act as if it doesn't affect you while all the the time it's bottling up and it truly affects you. We talked about it on our last trip. And man, I can close my eyes and see some of those faces. Oh, that ain't dealing with it, right? 100%. That turning it off numbness. That's I think it's horseshit. And you know, forgive me, that's my opinion of it. But you can't turn that off yeah. and act like it doesn't have some level of bearing on on who you are. Yeah, I, and like I said, I being in corrections, you deal with the worst of the worst of the people. You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, I learned even in that setting. There's dealing with people. There's a respect. You know what I mean? Everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, how, how could you deal with those guys? Blah, 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 whatever. They still showed me respect. I showed them respect to a certain sense. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, you see, even in that field, you see some crazy stuff. I have yeah. crazy stories, stories, you know what I mean? But um, definitely something that you can, you develop in working with. I'm sure these guys seen bodies and, you know, kids are probably the worst of anything, you know, anybody. I say take with. it all to the mountain, man. Yeah. I, you know what's <laughs> funny about it, right, is is I'm pretty, my entire life I've been pretty introverted. And as I got older, I got even more introverted. I mean, to the point where she'd want to go to a birthday party or something. And I'm like, nope, nope. We'd go in a crowd and I would, I would literally freak out, right? And then when you know i started hunting when i started the podcast that was like this weird ass anomaly in my life for being an intro right and then you know now i'm having these conversations but i think what it was and this is and i think about this stuff pretty freaking often right and i think it was not knowing myself not having people that i actually related to and a common struggle right and and when i found this 
you know, the outdoors and it started to bring in some of the arrogance, right? I'm the most important fucking creature on the world. Um, and that humility and that humbleness that comes on the mountain and then being able to sit with you and you and you and you and you get that camaraderie of like-minded individuals. It was like, fuck, I can't control what I can't control, but then I'll look to you as an example, you know, look to you as an example and just go, man, this is, this is the shit right here, right? You know, um, I think you and I have shared a couple of, hey, how the fuck are you doing phone calls? And then, you know, like we said, that shit matters. So, you know, my message on this would be, you know, look around you, you know, you're surrounded by good people um, lay your shit down, be honest with yourself, stop judging based on yourself, and uh, stop yelling at people like Doug for fucking yard work. Well, like I said, even yesterday, you know, Mama's sitting over there, she can hear me now, and I'm, you know, I'm like, God damn it, get the leveling block right, you know? And she's like, how the fuck do I do it? Hey, rule, rule, rule number one about trailers is don't do anything with your wife. Don't have her back you up. Don't have her help you level she, it. Don't have anything. She, but she did good, right? She did great. But it's funny because when the trailer gets hooked up, if it's our side-by-side, right, there's a level expectation. But my level expectation is my performance, not hers, Right. And she knows that it's going to happen every fucking time. Right. So now I'm like this and she gets in a truck and she's like, oh, fuck, it's coming. And then, bam, the trains collide <laughs> every single time. Right. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, to me, it's just I, I think all of it is just introspective. Right. Just looking hard and going, yeah, I'm a piece of shit here, here, here and here. And then. You can work on some of them. You can't work on some of them. And then look to the examples, man. It's just like, I think we're all flawed beyond, that's you know? Right. That's the Definitely. key. Is, yeah. I think that's the key is all of us are human, right? Like, we're all our own way just to accept, like, knowing how you are. And then if it's something that you need to work on, then you can you can acknowledge that and work on it. But just because you are a certain way doesn't mean it's a wrong way, you know? it might that might be a blessing you know so be uh like my favorite quote is uh you know you are better than no man and you are second to no man and just at any point in time i think of that and it just really chills me out because it's like dude other people do this way better than you you're right you know and even if i'm good at something you know i'm some people do it let, let me bring those people up and do it better with me. Let me share what I have, you know. But, you know, I think that mentality, just to think about that, like, I'm not any better than anybody else because I can put something behind me and say, hey, fuck them. Like, I forgot about it. But at the same time, you know, it's it's the opposite if, you know, I don't envy somebody for being able to do that, you know. Not better than you, but I'm not any worse than you because, because I'm not as sensitive, because I'm not whatever, like, be your own person, be confident in that, and, uh, you know, give, people need to give themselves a bit of a, of a break sometimes, um, you know, there's a lot of success in your everyday life that we don't acknowledge because we're busy, we've been doing this since we were 17, you know, the grass grows every three days, you gotta cut it, you know, you know, you know for whatever, you know, Dan, you know, I heard something, I think maybe it was geared towards me, maybe it wasn't, you know. Just all these little things is just like, hey man, it's all good. Let's let it all go. Good. It's all good. We're just count the blessings that you have. That's it. Because uh we, we don't acknowledge that a lot of times. So I think that's important. We're all blessed, everybody here. And uh you know, if you need a phone call, call me up. You know, that's all I gotta say. And Dan, you know, Dan said something, and I kind of, we, I lost track of it until you brought that up. But you know, he's, he, I, I, there's a per, a certain part of that approach that he has that I think is valuable in wanting to wrong the right and deal yeah, with it right now. That's tough. I'm, I may, you know what I mean. That person that's, may not wake up tomorrow morning. Yes. Right? Yes. There's, there's huge yes. value in wanting to handle it. I mean, I could see it being a burden on, on that, but. I mean, yes. there's huge value yeah, in it's, that. Yeah, it's funny you say that because that that, that's a, a thought process that I have on occasion. So if, let's say something goes squirrely with the wife and I or whatever in the morning, she has to leave for work. I got to get it fixed, man. I got to get it fixed before she leaves for work. What if she doesn't come home? 
and yeah. that's just that stuff kind of goes through my head and it's yeah. and if i can't get it fixed before she walks out the door and i know she hates this but her phone rings when she's in the car <laughs> and we fix that shit before right she now. gets to work right i just have to that's you know cool. and that's yeah. that is a part of it i mean that's in my subconscious i guarantee you, i think that way about it you brought up a really good point that's i think that is cool, yeah. that's cool. i mean you know what i mean i, yeah, it's, I it, it's probably a burden right on on his shoulders to have to, to go through that right because i'm and i'm sure part of that is i'm i'm burdening you with my burden right with having to work it out but i think it's important man you know we have a rule like if we have a disagreement we're not going to bed you know with that disagreement right or if if we're disagreeing it's still i love you good night yes. you know yes. you can't you can't carry it yes that's the worst all right, boys. Well, we'll wrap it unless you guys got any final words, man. I just wanted to sit down and have a conversation, man. It's like I said, it's men's mental health month and I'll start reading stuff and looking at stuff and looking at stats. And it's a little bit scary when you look around you. Uh, and then, we, you know, we hear about our veterans and our first responders at the, you know, with the suicide rate and, you know, our crazy society now, suicide rates are creeping up all over the place. And I just wanted to have a conversation. Maybe we help, you know, one person, 10 people. Um, you help or, me. Or maybe well, we just, just talk each other, it. right? Um, so I just wanted to get that out there, kind of off the off the beaten path of uh, outdoors or wilderness or hunting podcast. So, uh, thank you guys. I appreciate it.